once again, you are tuned in to Love Letters by Sasha K. I am grateful that you decided to tune in for another episode. I hope that the gleaning that you get from today is something that you will take with you. Um, I'm a teacher. I teach, but I also learn. And so if you have any feedback, let me know. Okay, so you know where to hit me up. If you watched any of my previous episodes, I've let you know that I'm on Facebook, Sasha Keeling. You can find me there. Also on IG at She's Sasha K. That's S-H-E-E-Z-S-A-S-H-A-K. All right, let's get to it. Well, I, um, one of the things that I love, absolutely love, one of my favorite subjects besides God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, um, relationship worships and all that type of stuff is relationships period i love talking about relationships i'm a relationship oriented individual but the wisdom that i have is wisdom that i also either would have to take need to take or have understood as holy spirit has given it unto me however this teaching here is based on personal experience um and god used my personal experience to help me to just uh talk to you guys and I wanted to share some things with you not exact personal experience but just the lesson from it okay it's really important that we all understand that deception is definitely in the land you already know deception is out there like crazy y'all we got to be on our one oh one game when it comes to discernment okay we need to put our discernment hats on and keep them on all day long we need to make it a part of our skin a part of our dna and we need to grow and being able to discern different things um a lot of people know that um, marital season is just going to continue to be marital season even into the coming of Christ. We also understand that the Bible says that when Christ comes, they're still going to be giving away in marriage and marrying one another. So it's no surprise that all this marriage is uh, really becoming a forefront thing, uh, especially when they talk about kingdom marriages and all this other type of stuff. So people have that desire out there based on what they hear. You know what I mean? Um, not that they should not desire it, but nonetheless, um, it's out there. But as you know, when anything good is being erupted from God or being presented from God or coming down from heaven in such a large, numerous way, even the enemy has some things that he has planned. He's always trying to mock what God does. He's been doing it since the beginning, as you know. But always remember the end result of what he tried to do caused Michael to kick his tail straight <laughs> to the earth. You know what I'm saying? So be be very mindful. <laughs> of whose side you're on if you're on the side of God you understand that you have victory amen I want you to know that there are many 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 things that can come your way some things are real and some things mean to come into your life to love you to bless you to be an encouragement to you to lift you up to to um, to show you the way that is going to lead to Christ Okay, so you're going to know what's for you by that alone. Those of you who are my sisters and brothers in Christ, you're going to know what's good for you because they're going to lead you to Christ. They're not going to lead you away from Christ. I know sometimes like, well, what do you mean by that? Well, anything that leads you away from Christ will lead you into sin, will lead you into fornication, will lead you into drugs, will lead you into alcohol will lead you into the world anything that it lead that will lead you um, into anything rather it's subtly or majorly 
that will cause you to compromise your soul. What is your soul? Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. So anything that will cause you to compromise your mind, your will, and your emotions. Understand that these things don't always come as, you know, right there. You can literally tell that it's a black hole. No, see, the enemy's very subtle about what he does. And so that's why we have to have and ask God for greater measures of discernment in our life, especially in this particular time. When it comes to making moves, when it comes to deciding who you want to marry, who you want to date, where you want to go. I mean, anything, even whatever job field you want to get. In. I mean, we need discernment on every hand. It's a part of our our DNA makeup to have intuition, us who are women, and for men to have a certain level of understanding. However, um, you, whenever you lack, always know you can go to God, and he will give to you what you ask for in Jesus' name. So, Lord, I pray for anybody who watches or listens, I mean, to this um, podcast, that you increase their discernment as you do mine, in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, so, alright, we're going to talk about being able to tell the difference in who and what is in your life that is going to stay in your life and who and what is in your life that's not meant to stay. This is going to be very short, but sweet and very interesting because you probably kind of wondered, how can I tell the difference? Like, what would I know? The Bible says that the power of life and death is in the tongue. We don't just eat and drink and swallow and move food around with our tongue. We use it to talk. So it is in what we speak, it is in what we say, it is in what comes out of our mouth. And a lot of times the subtlety of the enemy is all about his speech. How he says it, the way he says it, the way he dresses it up, the way how he manifests it to be something like it's beautiful. When in actuality, it's that apple that's on that forbidden tree, amen? So, let me give you a little bit of insight. Have you ever known anybody that you've ever met, whether it's a friend, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, even a relative that comes into your life and they talk about your past. They talk about the past they may have had with you all the time. I'm not talking about like, you know, oh, remember when we used to do this and that. No, sometimes it's even the greatest things y'all used to do. I remember when... You know, me and you used to hang out and we had such a good time. They can be very specific about remembering everything that was wonderful about you when they met you. I mean, they just had a good time. Mm-mm-mm-mm. They just, man. And then they don't even go from there. They even might start saying what, you know, what 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 things y'all used to do that used to just make them laugh and laugh. They would just have such a good time around you back then. It used to be like this back then. Oh, when I met you, man. Whew, I tell you what, when I met you, when I met you, uh, when we used to do this and how we used to do that. And, oh, boy. And then... It could even turn into what they wish they would have done with you, what I could have done with you, where we could have went, and what we could have did, 
how it could happen, what it would happen, amen, y'all hear me what I'm saying, and it can sound beautiful, oh man, you know what, back then, I always wanted to get you a bed of roses, and just let you just glean there, and just lay back and relax, but let me ask y'all something, what really happened though? Especially if this person has come into your life and left your life and come into your life and left your life and come into your life and left your life. Or if this person, one minute they're up, the next minute they're down. One minute they're happy, the next minute they're frowning. One minute they're there, the next minute they're not. Or secretively, they had a great time, but they really didn't take to you very well. They just kind of faked like they were really cool with you. How can you tell the difference? Excuse me, y'all. I'm getting a phone call in the midst of all this. Give me one moment. How can you tell the difference when you hear all this nice stuff about before? Well, let me tell you something at the end that the Holy Spirit taught me about this subtlety. And when I teach you this, I pray that you also teach your kids, teach everybody around you the same thing. Whoever comes into your life or even back into your life that only seems to talk about the past yet never talks much, if any, or even at all, about your future, neither your present. Get it? They don't talk much about your future. They don't even talk about them being a part of your future. They don't talk about the present that much. They just always remind you of how things were in the past, whether it was good, bad, whatever. Always remember, those are the people who have absolutely no intentions of becoming a part of your future. Once again, we're paying attention to what's coming out of the mouth. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Are they speaking life? Are they speaking death? Are they interested, really, in your future, in your present? Or is the only thing that they talk about only attached? your past understand where their speech goes is where their mind goes and if you pay attention long enough you will really hear everything in between how they really feel about you even if it sounds good so pay attention to where their language is always what atmosphere their language is always in. Is it in the atmosphere of what was? Or is it in the atmosphere of what is? Or is it in the atmosphere of what will be? Okay. Now, they, um, remember, these are people that have no intention of becoming a part of your future. Neither will they desire to impact your present 
so they have no intentions of becoming a part of your future, neither will they desire to impact your present. In other words, there's no desire about who you are now. I know who you were, but who you are now. I might be able to even see who you are now, but who you were. I'm trying to keep your mind on who you were. I'm trying to keep your mind on what it was. I'm trying to keep your mind there. Wherever they place the timeline of the words from their mouth tells you a lot about where they place you in the category of their heart. Yes, yes, yes. Wherever they place the timeline of the words from their mouth concerning you, okay, tells you a lot about where they place you in the category of their hearts. From the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. That's what the Bible says. If they only remind you of times past, they only see you as their past, not their future, neither their present. They may be presently back in your life. They may be presently there. They may be for the moment there. Maybe they're there now because they know that now they could possibly be receiving something that they want. Maybe now they just want to see how far along you've gotten. Maybe now they're just there to remind you of woulda, coulda, and shoulda. need you guys to start to think about it. (laughs) If you're like me, I know for sure you're thinking about it. Now, if they constantly talk with you about a future on the flip side, because there are some people that are coming in your life and they might talk to you about what y'all used to do, but then they talk about the future at the same time. They're talking to you about your future, um, you know, or even a future with you, or about what's ahead in accordance to what was behind or your past. Like, yeah, girl, we used to do that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, now we do this and that, you know. And I look forward to this. They're looking forward to certain things. Or, you know, they talk about things they can see in the future with you. Okay. That's how you know they'll see a future with you. If the future don't come out their mouth with you being a part of it, they ain't thinking about you in the future. Now, be careful though with that. <laughs> because see, a master manipulator, which is the enemy, <laughs> he's the father of all lies, he has a way of even making you think that he's mixing the future in with your past. But you have to be very mindful of the consistency of rather the past is being presented or the future. Someone who has your future in mind speaks more numerically about the future than they do the past. It's always kind of in concordance. In other words, the alphabet that starts in the beginning of talking about your past becomes the end of the alphabet of what will be coming towards, coming to you in the future. So in other words, if I'm if I'm looking forward to being somebody to you for the rest of your life, I want to be your best friend. 
okay, we can definitely talk about things we used to do, but I want to know what we're going to do next week. You know, I want to know what you want to do tomorrow. I want to be a part of your present. And I want to be a part of your present so that it can be an impact to you in your present that'll help you get to your future. You'll find people sometimes that act like they want to get you to your future. They can see so much, but they don't really tell you what they can see. <laughs> you got to be careful with that. Always remember this other thing. It's very big. If you find that you're left out and only talk to you and about, then this means that you're out. Let me say that again. <laughs> if you're left out and only talked about to and about, I said if you're only talked to and about, then this means you're out. If you're left out and only talked to and about, then that means that you're out. If you're left out and only talked to and about, This means that you're out. You don't go anywhere with them. They leave you out of their life. They don't tell you much about themselves anymore. You're an exclusion of their present. And a non-inclusion of their future. They only talk to you about the past you're out what are you out of that means that you're excluded you're not included you're not a part of them moving forward right that's how you're gonna know what's for you what is for you for your future is not going to exclude you neither is it going to lead you out what's for you is going to include you and put you in because it wants you in its circle Sometimes it's kind of disheartening when you can see clearly that you may have been really good to an individual, real good, from your heart good, felt good, right? But they could go around and give somebody else every single thing that they never gave you. And sometimes they come back in your life or come around you so that they can put it in your face. They want you to be able to see that so that you can feel bad about it. That's the whole purpose. It's not because they care for you and want to just talk to you about what it was before and talk to you about how great things were as if to come off as if they miss anything concerning you. They don't. They just want to make you feel kind of like what you, you know, what I would have did or could have did. They want to bring your mind to a place of what it could be. Uh, It's called leading your mind, which is leading your soul, leading your emotions, leading even possibly your will if it has anything to do with compromising um, into a place in a space from the past so that they can get you to compromise in some kind of way in your life rather it's compromising your thoughts compromise sexually compromising the way how you see certain things even with them even even hold on to a false hope of something being what they could have woulda and shoulda remember any could have any would have and any should have is something that's for rent never to buy in other words you're gonna have to pay for it and if you can't pay for it trust and believe it will be re 
possessed. So the, the enemy gives you something and he presents it to you, and it seems nice, but it's attached to a woulda, coulda, and a shoulda. Um, in other words, I could have done this, would have done that. Sometimes it's even attached to a cost. It's always a cost, you know what I mean? But the difference between God, the difference between God is that he already sent his son, Jesus Christ, here into the world. And he's already paid the cost. You see what I'm saying? By his blood, amen? So we are covered under the blood of God. He paid the cost for us. And so what he gives us, he gives it to us freely. There is no cost. He doesn't have to, you know, ask you to, or require much of you. He does require much of you when it comes to certain things that he has for you to do. But the overall cost cost of all things is paid for because the cost of what he paid gives you the tools to even be able to do that which he has afforded you to do by his bloodstained sacrifice on the cross so if he's so if he asks you to do a task that means he's equipped you you didn't have to pay for that equipment amen but when the enemy wants to do something it's always attached to something that has to entice your mind and draw you in in order for you to or possess that so that at the right time you can snatch it back it's never for you to keep if I'm gonna give you my time it's only for a time before I snatch it back if I'm gonna give you my love it's only for a time before I snatch it back if I'm gonna give you my heart it's only for a time until I snatch it back and each and everything is attached to an assignment to take something from your soul, to take something from your will, to take something from your mind, or to take something from your emotions. See, the enemy is not after being your friend. He will befriend you just enough to take something from you because he knows that if he steals it from you, then he is able to then go in and destroy you your mind destroy your heart and destroy your soul cause you to now bend your will towards what his is and then therefore when you do forfeit whatever it is that's good that god has for you for your future and even your present you will forfeit it because of the feelings that you have that were depleted and destroyed when he sent something to do that to you a counterfeit is sent to destroy those things of the future or to block those things of the future but if he know he can't block it then he'll try to destroy something in your in your soul your heart your mind your will or your emotions so that moving forward you cannot see you can't even see you, you he, he puts you in a gray area which is basically just a blinding spot so that you can be tied up to your will your emotions and your feelings to what was tied to the past and keep you trapped there so that you can be in a box he may not can box you physically but if he can put you in the box of your mind that you can no longer receive that which god would have for you anymore because you're only stuck on that which the enemy um has sent to you and you cannot receive that which god has given you because of what has happened in your past you see what i'm saying everything that's, that's the past is always tied to before God says that he comes that you might have life and have it more abundantly. And Paul said, I look forward. He presses on forward towards the higher calling Christ. Everything is ahead. You know, we can deal with what's behind, but whatever is behind should have been the pushing force to what's going ahead. Okay, here's another point. If what is behind, whatever is being talked about from behind, doesn't have a purpose to push you ahead, then that is not somebody for your future. It, I'm not trying to tell you guys it's wrong to 
talk about the past. I'm saying that whatever is going on in the past or have been talked about in the past, there can sometimes be a resolve. But even in a resolve, a resolve is something that has a lot to do with your future. Because see, a resolve is something that helps you clear things up so that your future can be now unblocked. Understand that what the enemy wants to do is cause evil. He wants to snatch your soul. He wants to snatch your mind, will, and emotions so that he can hold that hostage and become the strong man in your mind so that you will not be able to even see forth that which is good for your life. So when I tell you, if you're ever left out and only talked to and about, you are definitely out. Okay, pay attention to what you're invited to. Are you only invited to the bed? Are you only invited to come out so that you can spend your money on them? Are you only invited to come because of something that you bring that they need? Okay, pay attention. But otherwise, you're not invited. Are you, or is what you're feeling today counted? Is your present state of mind something that they care about? Okay. Are they going to come to ease anything in you? Do they give anything to you? What does it mean to give? Give means I'm giving you my time. I'm giving you what you're giving me. I'm reciprocating unto you what you're reciprocating unto me. What you're giving unto me is a reciprocation. This is going to equal that. It's going to equal that. Or are they giving you empty words? Are they leaving you out? Are they standing you up? Are they telling you one thing and doing another? (laughs) Are they a person of their word? Are they showing up and arriving in your life? See, people that are doing those things are the people that are for you. Amen? People doing the opposite, they're not for you. Now, if they do the opposite of that and they include you and share you with who's and what's important to them, then that is a very clear decide sign that you are in. Okay? Yeah, that is a sign that you are in, honey. Also remember that even as you are included, continue to pray, continue to ask God to show you because in the fact that you are included now, you have a chance to really get even closer and get to know who this person is. People outside of them can tell you what's inside of them because they know them on a deeper level. Use discernment always. Now, there's no such thing as a gray area. Remember that. A gray area equals confusion, and confusion is of the devil. See, the Bible says, let your yay be your yay. That means let yes be yes. It also says, let your nay be your nay. That means let your no be no. Now, if it's not yay or nay, then it is considered evil. Why is it considered evil? Because a gray it's foggy. You can't see through getting gray. And anything that's foggy means that you're confused. That's why when they say, I feel foggy, like my brain is foggy, that means you're just confused. You just can't see straight. You can't, all that stuff with not being able to see straight, not being able to understand, that's a foggy area. And God does not dwell there. God dwells in an area where it's crystal clear. Even if you don't know everything about what moves you're making left and right, maybe you may not know that, but you definitely will understand your present before you get to your future. Because there's something in your present that he's showing you crystal clear that's going to help you get to your future. See, God knows what he's doing. (laughs) He's never going to leave you in a gray area, but the enemy will leave you in a state of confusion and wondering and uh, trying to figure things out. If ever you find yourself in any friendship, relationship, whatever like that, trust and believe. That's not of God. 
that is not of God, amen? And they can try to make you think, oh, it's okay to wait for this or wait for that. Remember, we don't wait upon man, but we wait upon God. That is very, very profound. The Bible says we are to wait upon the Lord. And in waiting upon the Lord, we renew our strength. We mount up on wings as eagles and we soar. You know, even if we we ran, we run, we're not going to stumble. If we walk, we're not going to fall because we're waiting upon the Lord. And he renews our joy. He gives us strength. Okay, that's how you can tell you're waiting on the Lord. But when you're just waiting on an individual, oh, you're going to get tired. You're going to get frustrated. You're going to be full of emotion. You're going to not understand what's going on. You're going to feel gray and foggy. One thing going to seem this way, going to be that way, going to be this way. No. <laughs> That's when you're doing things and you're doing it either in your own strength or you're waiting upon a person. And understand this one thing. God will never have you wait upon a person, but he'll have you wait upon him. He's the one who deals with the people. Okay, the ones he's going to send in your life, he's, he's dealing with them. All that wait time is preparing you for the time where you're going to be able to see the harvest of the seeds that you've been planting. Okay, so the Holy Spirit will water those seeds you planted. And at the right appointed time, things will spring up in your life and it will come out abundantly. Amen. So wait upon the Lord in all things and continue to wait only on the Lord. See, another interesting thing. But you have to understand when it comes to certain things as much as like, let's talk about compromise, compromising anything, compromising your goals, compromising where God has you in your life, compromising, you know, your, your purity, compromising, you know, even um, switching over from doing, you know, being close to God to not being close to God. That's a compromise. You know, sometimes it happens so subtly. Anything that comes into your mouth, your life should draw you closer to God. If you have a relationship with God, it's going to draw you closer to it. Now, if somebody takes a genuine interest in you, check this out. They're, they don't want you to be away from what you don't love. They want you to be around what you do love. You feel me? They're going to want to be around what you do love. In other words, they're going to put in front of you those things that you do love. They want to expound upon that in your life. Not the things that you don't love. You know, they're not going to pull you away from what you love. Because to take a genuine interest is to join in with you sometimes even on the things that you love. If not even to watch you in the things that you love so that they can glean from that and admire it from afar. You know, or even up close, you know. But anything that takes you away from what you love, away from who you are, away from where God wants you to be. If they feel like they should be the first thing. And God should be second if they feel like they know better than you about where you're heading and where you're going. Mm. Yes. Yeah, don't, don't forfeit or compromise. But it, it can be subtle. I'm going to teach you something that the Holy Spirit taught me. This is just a thought. This is the, a thought from the spirit of deceit. <laughs> deceit says this. If I can make them concentrate on the good times from the past to manipulate them into compromising in their present state then I can possibly destroy their soul enough to make them forfeit their own future by default I want you to hear that again deceit says this if I can make you concentrate on the good times from the past to manipulate you into compromising in your present state, then I could possibly destroy your soul enough to make you forfeit your own future by default. 
let me tell you why this you would say that and that is a that is so true okay it is because whatever you are concentrating on if you if you're concentrating so much on what it used to be and how great it used to be eventually whatever you concentrate on you'll start to want to do You'll start seeing it. You'll start thinking that it's wonderful. You'll start to want to go back to those good old times. Let me try to draw you back in this direction with the memories of what is before. Now, you got to be careful because if, they, if they're coming to destroy, nine times out of ten, they want to draw you back in so that they can find a way to hurt you. Mm-hmm. They want to hurt you because anything that hurts you now is something that can destroy your what? Emotion. See, he's after your soul. Mm. The soul is the mind, the will, and the emotion. So he plays with your mind so that he can get you to compromise on your will. Mm -hmm. And then he knows that if he's gotten you to compromise on your will, then everything in your emotions is left open. Let me tell you about the enemy. When you're, and especially when it comes to sexual impurity, when you fornicate, what happens is this, and I do know this by personal experience, okay? What happens is that if you have a if you have a if you go off of the hope of your past oh yeah these great things happened before now your mind is thinking so much on how great things used to be and how wonderful things seemed and how great it was when you first and all this stuff and then there's that hope of what could and should and so you start thinking about what could and what should and what would and the person may not have even said to you one thing about what will be but see they're going off of just what would could and should they love they could be even masters at manipulating you know what i mean and so eventually that bends your will now you know better but it bends your will to compromise based on what you hope but it's a false hope because as soon as you compromise now he's had a chance to dive in and pull back in your mind everything you know you shouldn't okay and by your own decision based on the manipulation of your mind your own decision caused you to bend your own will because it wasn't really by force it was by manipulate manipulation of words oh yes that's a whole lot more powerful than force because now i don't have to try to make you i don't have to try to force you my forcing you was not in what i did with my hands or physically it is what i did with my words that caused you to compromise your mind so that now i can get at bending your will so that your emotions can be left open enough for me to leave you hanging Mm. and then when you get a chance to feel that bad feeling if you were at any place of contentment at any place of serenity at any place of peace at any place of happiness and hope oh i have taken all that because i've given you a false sense so that you could compromise and I can snatch something from you. I can steal something from you. I can present you with the plasticness of a toy in my mind, in your mind. I can falsify the truth and make it more elaborate to you so that your hope can be heightened enough to get at your emotions. So now you're like, aww. But what was the purpose of the enemy? What was the purpose of this spirit of deceit and deception? To come in to do what? Eat and dine your mind. Wine and dine your mind. So that they can devour your will by getting you to compromise enough that your emotions are then drawn in. And then they can withdraw and leave you empty. 
Whew, I tell you what. <laughs> I want to tell you something. The Bible says, whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Yes, yes, yes. I don't care if this has ever happened to you in your life. I'm sure in some way, shape, or form, we've all been deceived and fallen for deceptive thoughts, deceptive um, compromising in some kind of way and it being deceptive. You might have been taken for a fool, whatever the case may be. Things happen, you know. But I want you to remember, my brothers, my sisters, that don't you don't have to stay in a mindset of compromise. Even when those things happen to you or even if they have happened to you, let me tell you, like I said, my channel is all about helping you navigate through pain, okay? I want to tell you something. Even as you ask God for discernment, I want you to know that the whole time things are happening, God is always talking to you. Rather, you get a feeling that just something is off, something doesn't feel right, something doesn't set right within me, you're going to know because he's always talking to you. I don't care how much you've fallen, how much you've gone, there's always a time to get back up. The Bible says the righteous man falls several times and gets back up again. So what does that tell you? There are going to be times you fall, but there's always a way up. There's always a way out. There's always a way out of the mindset that you have. There's always a way out of the things you're dealing with in your heart. You have to make the decision. Just like you made the decision to compromise based on the manipulative words you heard. Check this out. Read the word of God. Apply what the word of God says to your circumstances and your situations. And just like you believe that lie, believe the truth and don't don't, I mean, and watch and see, doesn't the truth set you free? Because the Bible says the truth will set you free. So set your mind now off of what the fakeness was, off of what the lies were. Set your mind on what the truth is found in God's word. I want you to start believing the truth, the truth about who you are, the truth about your past, the truth about your future, the truth about your present. And see, don't you be set free because you believe in the truth in a greater capacity than you've ever believed a lie. That, my friend, my sister, my brother, is how you break that chain off of you. That's how you break that stronghold off your mind. I'm not trying to tell you it's going to be overnight, but you ask God to present to you all at all times the truth about your past, your present, and your future. Before long, ask God to reveal to you your own personal identity. When you know who you are, you cannot be easily deceived. It's not that you will never fall short, but check this out. It's not easy when you know who you are and whose you are. So if you've ever fallen into any of these categories where these things have come over upon you and you've been deceived, manipulated, or lied to, guess what? There is always a way out. There's no need in falling into the spirit of depression because guess what? When deception comes, depression is like the cousin is ready to hit you because if depression can then come in there and try to cripple your mind and all that, everything else can come in behind all that, cause all this stuff to want you for you to throw in the towel to stop this, to do that. And that's not what God wants you to do. He wants you to keep pressing forward because see, there's a higher calling and a mark in Christ Jesus that he wants you to get to keep running the race that you have to run because i can guarantee you you will get there and even if there's a stumbling block in the way you are on your way because god's got his hands upon you so don't stay down get back up just like a righteous man get up 
Amen. It's not in the fall. It's in the rise. Amen. I just wanted to let you know that. You're going to know what's for you. Stay prayed up, you guys. Stay prayed up. Stay in your word. If you've fallen short and came out, go back in. Whatever happened yesterday, ask for forgiveness. Repent. And when you repent, let me tell you something. He throws it into the sea of forgetfulness. That means that he doesn't remember it anymore. It is as if you have never done it. Move on. Carry on. Keep on going on. Keep going on. Keep going on. Let the Lord teach you. Glean in his word. Glean in what he's saying to your heart. Okay? I want you to know that. Don't hold your head down because you may have been deceived. And don't hold your head down because you may have played the fool with either your friends, your family, or your loved one, or somebody that you were in a relationship with. Those things are things that are inevitable, common to man. These things that the enemy does, he's been doing forever, but you just have to be one up. Meaning that you do not fall for the lies and deception. It is only there to block what you have coming. And so therefore, get up out of that gray area. Get out of that gray area. See, God is going to reveal to you the truth by the way of his Holy Spirit, who is the revealer of all truth. Don't compromise. And if you already have, ask for God to forgive you. Repent. But don't don't do it again. Don't compromise. See, we all have fallen short of the glory of God. Not one of us has not fallen short. But like I said, it's in your rise. Not in your fall. God is good all the time. His mercies endure forever. You want to concentrate on Him. You want to concentrate on what He says. What God says about you. Your past does not determine your future, but it is something that you go through. Each day you live a life that is your present, and your present eventually becomes your past. Live an impactful life in your present so that when your past is talked about or thought of, even your enemy, even rather they have to come to you, it's going to talk about the impact of your past. But it is the driving force, it's that push that pushes you and catapults you into your future. Amen. And so anybody for your future, anybody that's meant to go the long distance with you, is going to be excited about where you're going, it's going to include you, it's going to be happy for you. It's going to be, even if you have a bad day, they're not going to leave your side. They're going to want to be by your side. They want to be there for you, despite what they have going on. See, some people come into your life and only be there for you, for what you can do for them. I also want to bring up this one point. There's a difference between being in love, loving, and having feelings for. When a person has feelings for you, feelings are up and down. They never stay the same. And so I can have feelings for you. I mean, my feelings for you can be good as long as you're making me feel good. But if you ever make me feel bad, if you ever make me feel any kind of way, then I can't deal with you because you're no longer making me feel good. If you deal with anybody like that in your life, I'm going to tell you right now, that ain't no, that ain't it. (laughs) One minute they like you, the next minute they don't like you, the next minute they love you, the next minute you're the best thing since sliced bread, the next minute you suck, the next minute you're a witch, the next minute you're a python, the next minute they love you, the next, all this up and down because of their emotions are not you know, stable, they're like double-minded, being in that, it would be like being in a double-minded situation, you know, up and down all around town, you need something that's going to be stable, and not something that's going to be all over the place, okay, I laugh about it, because if you really do think about it, it is kind of funny, but for those who are broken hard by those things, like, you know, again, there's always a way out, you never have to stay into a situation like that, amen, 
I definitely love, love, love this topic. I think it's very needed, and I pray that those who listen again glean from this word. And if you have anything else you want to talk about concerning relationships or whatever, always feel free to DM me. I'm on Facebook, um, again, on Instagram. So um, definitely, um, I pray that, you know, I know there was a little bit of interruptions, but I was going to keep, I just kept going to try to get this word out the best way I possibly could, you know. I believe that whoever listens to it will definitely be blessed. And I thank you all again for listening um, to my podcast. It means the world to me. And I pray God blesses you. All right. God bless.